Hey, it's Zach Neal. How you guys doing? It's Friday. Hope everybody is gearing up for a great weekend. Hopefully you're still going to be hustling this weekend. Before you do, listen to a little bit of this right now. Today, I want to talk a little bit about fear, an uncomfortable subject for a lot of people, but considering that more than two-thirds of Americans suffer from some form of anxiety, and many of them are medicated, and those that aren't medicated by a doctor are self-medicating with alcohol or drugs or other things to calm their nerves, it seems like something that we should be talking more about, especially since so many of us suffer from it, but there doesn't seem to be a lot of people talking about how to beat it right? Or how to control it properly or how to direct it in a healthy way into something else. This is something that I don't often talk about, but I used to suffer from crippling anxiety. I had anxiety and panic attacks so bad when I was in my early 20s that it actually prevented me from doing things. I was a touring musician at the time and in one instance it took me all the way home from across the country in the middle of a tour because I couldn't finish because I felt like I was losing my mind. So later, obviously, I got over it. And it wasn't like I just got over it without doing anything. I had to apply uh, a lot of life changes. And I had to change the way that I thought and change the things that I was doing and change a lot of things in my life to get it under control. But that is what I want to talk about today. And I'm not going to go on and on. This isn't going to be an hour seminar here. This is going to be some quick tips on how to use anxiety to your advantage. What I did was pretty simple, but not that easy, (laughs) if that makes any sense. It was really just me deciding that I didn't want to allow anxiety to control my life. It was already holding me back from doing a lot of the things I wanted to do. I was afraid to get on an airplane. I was afraid to get in an elevator. I was afraid to do anything. I had these phobias and fears, and they all stem from a place of insecurity. A lot of people don't know that, but most anxiety stems from subconscious insecurity. You feel out of control even if you don't realize that you feel that way. That's how you feel and it's a control issue in any situation that puts you further out of control like maybe stepping into an elevator or getting on an airplane or some situation that you can't control, it makes your anxiety flare up and and you could have a panic attack or do all these other things. So once I got through the notion that nobody ever died from a panic attack, right? That it's not really going to kill you that it's not really anything to be afraid of i came to the realization that and this is not something i invented obviously but i came to the realization that fear is the only thing that you really fear you are afraid of being afraid you're afraid that you'll have a panic attack and a panic attack is just extreme fear and you become afraid that you will become afraid and when you realize how dumb it is that was step one in me kind of being like this is so dumb then I had to get angry. Anger is an emotion that guides me frequently. It's probably my strongest emotion, but it's not always like put my fist through the wall anger. It's not that kind of out of control that I'm hurting someone anger. It's just, 
I get righteously angry at situations and I say, enough. I would rather be dead than live a life inhibited by this fear. So I'm going to just start living my life. And you start living that way and it does. it's not like your anxiety just goes away overnight. It certainly doesn't. Um, you'll still have the panic attacks. You'll still have the problems. And doctors tried to medicate me and for a period of time in my life, I took some medication. Medication made the anxiety go away but started a whole bunch of new problems like depression. I just said to problems. It started a whole bunch of new problems like depression, mood swings. It changed my personality. It changed who I am at my core. So I obviously didn't want to continue on that path. So one day after I had been medicated for, you know, I don't know, half a year or something, I just threw my medicine out the window, which they don't recommend you do, but that's what I did and decided I'm done with this shit. And what I realized was that my mind was always active. Upstairs, my brain was on 24-7. Even in my sleep, I would dream of things and, you know, always going, going and always focus on negatives negativity was my main focus. What if my parents die? What if my family gets hurt? What if, what if, what if, what if, what if I can't pay the bills next month? What if I lose my job? What if this thing I'm trying to do doesn't work out? What if my girlfriend doesn't like me anymore? It was just all of the what ifs all the time, this insecurity. So I decided how I was going to get rid of it was going to be to direct my mind. I couldn't get my mind to slow down. See, and that is that is the curse. Most people have have suffered from you know bad anxiety are usually intelligent people. They used to call it the curse of the intelligent. Your mind is like a, a fast computer that's just going all the time. It doesn't want to give you a break because it's it's hungry. It wants to learn. It wants to do things. And when it gets bored, it can turn on you. Right? It's like your mind is its own animal. Now, when it's not occupied with something, it'll turn on you. So what I decided to do was to dive into projects things that were going to be positive in my life, work that I needed to do. It could be anything, house projects. You know what? I'm finally going to install the clothes rack in the closet. I'm finally going to mow the backyard down. I'm finally going to fix that leaky sink. And I started getting myself into projects that kept my mind occupied and engaged. And I started to notice a trend. When I was busy thinking about things, I wasn't having panic attacks. When my mind was focused and occupied on other stuff, I would never have any anxiety. When I stopped, that's when the anxiousness would start. You know, when I when I slowed down to do something else, that's when the fear of the panic would come on. And that's when I realized that I had done something good, that I had I'd found a little hole in the system here. I'd beat the system, keep my brain occupied with healthy things, fight anxiety. But then what about the downtime? Let's talk about that. It's just about creating patterns and starting habits, that's all. They say it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. That's when something becomes habit forming when you do it every day. So subconsciously, I mean, you know, unintentionally, I didn't think about 21 days. I didn't think about a certain amount of time. I just started putting myself into projects. I mean, it could be anything. I just got really into whatever I was doing and I wanted to keep myself occupied. So it was trying to keep myself occupied, but I didn't do it with time wasters. I didn't do it with you know, video games or watching fucking television or or dicking off. I did it with things that mattered, things that, you know, were productive. So I picked projects, you know, whatever it is. And and sometimes there were projects that I didn't even think I was going to be that interested in doing. And I would just get into it like, hey, I'm going to repaint the apartment today. That's what I, you know, that's what I want to do. I want to repaint my entire apartment. And, uh, you know, that would turn into a two day job. And then I, oh, now I'm going to do this and do that. And I just keep getting inspired to do more. And by staying busy, I used to do a lot of physical work. You know, I would build something. I'd fucking go in the backyard and build a, a woodshed or, 
just something to keep me busy. And that is what led into my kind of my entrepreneurial pursuits. That's kind of how I became an entrepreneur. It was, I always had a knack for business and I've talked about in, you know, other podcasts about selling baseball cards when I was a little kid to get money and, you know, things like that. So I had that natural ability, but for me, it just became about as soon as a project was done, like something was set up, I'd have to go right on to the next thing. I'm not one of those kind of people that I can't keep running victory laps. I can't cheerlead myself. I can't sit there and, you know, they say stop and smell the roses. Like I'm, I'm more of a, a plant the roses and then move on kind of guy. You know, somebody's got to plant those flowers so that other, other people can smell them. And so that is, you know, kind of where I landed on things, just constantly doing things, doing the work and the planting um, of the uh, proverbial flowers so that other people could smell them. And the more I engulfed myself into the projects and the work, the less anxious I would be and the more habit forming it became. So when we talk about the downtimes, what about when, you know, what about when it's time to go to bed? What about when you're not engaged with something? It just becomes a habit. Your mind is then thinking about the projects. You're not, you don't have time to think about, you know, going on WebMD to find out what kind of cancer you could potentially have or what your symptoms mean. You just are engaged in something all the time. And you can't just ignore things. You know, people that say, well, just ignore it and it'll go away. You can't ignore fear. It'll take you over. You can't just ignore it. And, you know, how are you supposed to ignore something unless you have something else to replace it with? It's like, listen, if you're fucking starving, if you're hungry and haven't eaten in days, you're not going to be able to not think about food unless you have something else to replace that with. So whatever it is, well, I don't have anything to eat but I have something really great to look at or I have something to read or something to watch or some activity or I'm going to engage myself in the process of getting food, you know, working towards a goal, then you can kind of get your mind off of something and, you know, and work on something else. But you can't do that if you don't have something to replace it with. So the solution, my friends, um, the solution to anxiety for me, and I think that this would work for a lot of other people. And, and by the way, this is, you know, this is many years ago. I have been living, you know, 15, 17 years, somewhere in that, in that range without uh, any kind of, you know, noticeable or warranted anxiety. I'm not saying I don't get anxious from time to time. I think that's just a normal part of the human experience. But the solution is getting busy. I turned all of that fear and all of that anxiety into drive, into kick your fucking ass, go hard, nonstop, workaholic drive. When they ask people, billionaires and entrepreneurs and successful people, what drove you? I would guarantee that at the backside of most of those stories, just like me, the backside of my story, it was anxiety or fear. It's an internal drive, something that you took a negative and turned it into a positive, which is exactly what I did with my anxiety. I turned it from a negative crippling thing into a motivating force that makes me go harder than anyone around me. I work harder, I work longer, I, I build bigger, I dream more than anyone else around me because when I'm not working, I'm constantly thinking about work. It's the focus of my mind all the time. My business, my projects, my goals, my pursuits, my passion, it's all I think about. And I am passionate about everything that I do. Today, I changed the exhaust on my motorcycle. I put a new exhaust system on my Harley. I've never done that before, but I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I'm not a mechanic, but I can do this. And so all I did was think about it for the last couple of days in my free time when I wasn't thinking about work, all I was thinking about was this motorcycle project and I was going to order the exhaust online and wait for it to come. And I was watching tutorials on how to do it. And I just get passionate about everything I do and I live a better life because of it. So in the end, I'm thankful for that anxiety. I'm thankful that I had it 
because it built a pattern in, in me and it built a pattern out of my life of work and dedication. Um, you know, and essentially it was a means to an end, but now what it's done is it's molded me into what I am and, and I couldn't be more thankful for having that experience to get from A to B. That's it for today. Use your anxiety, turn it around, flip it, make it a positive, make it a motivational thing for your life and uh, you're going to win. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'll catch you next week. See ya. Oh, yeah. Follow me on all social media at The Real Zach Neal.